Hey there, Stephen. Hey there, Dustin. And hey there, listeners. You're listening to another episode of Wedding Photo Hangover, an irreverent look at the wedding photography industry and photography in general. Got that memorized. Kind of. I left some parts out, I know. Not not hitting all the right notes. It's kind of intimidating seeing you face-to-face. Yeah, so listeners, this is an exciting episode because uh, Steve and I are actually doing this podcast together in person, in real life, in real time, uh, like normal friends. I, don't, I mean, I don't want to get too crazy, but uh, it's we're in the same room, but on separate microphones. <laughs> it's one step closer to humanity. It's actually a face-off situation. Dustin showed up several hours earlier and we went, underwent a surgery to have our faces swapped. So we are actually also recording video of this podcast. Wave, Steve, wave to the uh, pretty listeners. The And uh, we will be uh, showing that on YouTube at our channel. So you can check that out at the Wedding Photo Hangover on YouTube. That's it, Dustin. <laughs> same name. Same game. That's how we play it. Just with video. So Steve was actually kind enough uh, tonight, since I'm in his neck of the woods. For yeah, Dustin, fo- what are you drinking tonight? Yeah, I am uh, a great, in- this is an Indiana beer, right? Yeah. A great Indiana beer. Yeah, Steve uh, got me some Eric Blood Axe from Scarlet Lane Brewing, and uh, it's not bad. Not bad. Yeah, it's Okay. Uh, if you're listening, anyone at Scarlet Lane, I want to apologize for Dustin and what he just said about your beer. It's fantastic. Quite possibly the greatest beer ever created. I guess I just don't have uh, quite the refined palate that Stephen Van Elk has. So, Dustin, first up, we got follow-up on the list. Um, follow-up from last week. Uh, why the hell? This follow-up comes from me, not from a listener. Why the hell would you ever book a wedding on the weekend your baby is due? And did you fake that your sweet, sweet baby girl, Charlie, was crying just to get off the podcast before I tore into you for that? Because I basically asked the question and you were like, oh, 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 baby, gotta go, gotta go. I can't respond to this. No, my sweet, sweet baby girl was in fact crying. Uh, For those of you out there listening that aren't from the great state of Indiana, uh, you wouldn't know this, but pretty much everyone here is sick including everyone in my house. So nope, she really was indeed sick and crying and uh, been still dealing with that. Uh, We always have what we call uh, post-vacation syndrome where she uh, wants to sleep in our bed and it's harder to get her back into her own bed. So on vacation, you let her sleep in the bed with you? Because she was sick on vacation. Ah. Yeah. Yep, but no, to answer your question as to why I booked a wedding... On the uh, same day that my next child is due uh, is because, as you know, I own a video company Mm -hmm. and uh, said video company operates in this way where there is never an intent that I am going to be there. So the wedding's actually booked for the video company. Correct. Uh, Okay. Had I had a chance to finish the thought, I would have told you that. Man, I was was getting psyched. I was pumped. I was going to tear into you. No, it's uh, for a wedding video. And so we already have uh, myself and two others booked for it in the event I can't be there. The couple only knows of, you know, guarantee that there will be two people there. Very nice. Well done. Yeah, I came prepared. Like an associate photographer package. Exactly. With you. 
Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Moving on. CES. Are we going to cut to Jose? Jose's actually on the floor at CES right now. Right now. See, Jose, can, can we get him on the screen? Oh, nope. Nope. No. Nope. Because that's too bright for the video. <laughs> so, <laughs> too bright. Sorry. Uh, but yes, the computer, a consumer, consumer electronics show. show in Las Vegas, one of the biggest shows there for uh, tech is happening this week and there were a couple big photography announcements but not really not really i mean so panasonic dropped their uh new line with the gh5s um which for those out there that shoot video um, people are pretty excited about the fact that it will shoot 4k at 60 frames a second which is what most video wedding shooters are like crying over Crying because they want it and they finally got it. They got it. So it's like at the end of a heartfelt, touching, romantic movie where your romantic leads finally embrace and they kiss straight on the lips. Yes. And you start weeping with joy because that thing that you knew would probably happen finally happened and it's made you so happy. But you would have to preface this romantic comedy with like the woman was with another man let's say let's call it the gh5 and then this is the gh5s so it's like she found that upgrade that finally has everything she's ever wanted and she's just mm, has to trade it in but uh i don't know why but i've heard that panasonic has removed the in body camera stabilization from this model so, and I don't know if that's 100% true. I haven't actually myself checked out all the stats on this. I've just been following what's been unfolding at CES because I'm a nerd like that. Man on the floor, Jose, has been updating you constantly. Updating me. Correct. The big thing that he's really uh, amped up about, and we were really excited here at the Wedding Photo Hangover podcast. We'll drop a link to this little thing so you guys can purchase it. Is Sony made a huge announcement at uh, CES. Uh, everyone was kind of, you know, waiting for that big Sony A7S 3 to drop, that low light monster to just put Panasonic back in its corner. And uh, they pivoted. You know, I'm not going to lie. They really kind of came out of left field with this. They're doing an artificial intelligent dog. So yeah, that's what they announced at CES. Is, is that to pair with their artificial intelligent robot? Oh, no, wait, that's Honda's, isn't it? That's oh, Honda's, man. yeah. Maybe they can find some synergy there. Artificial intelligent robot, artificial intelligent dog. Maybe they can be best friends. Yeah, a little roof roof. Yeah. So moving Cars, on. Cars, cameras, they, they go together now. I have a camera in my car. Yeah? Yeah, it tells me when I'm backing up. Uh, have you ever done a photo of a couple in the backup camera <laughs> of your car? No, I can't. Oh, another photography podcast. They talked about doing that on their first engagement shoot ever, so... Just uh, so like the couple would sit behind the car, and then you would take a picture of the screen in the car. Yeah, uh, mine is just I guess this time of year, especially mine, the camera is always like filthy, and I can barely even see out of it. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know what podcast I'm referencing, or what photographer? No. Damn heard. Oh. Yeah, the first uh, first engagement shoot he did, the one he did with uh, his podcast co-host Nathan Mitchell. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, they talked about it on their podcast. That's how we know. So Sam, Nathan, if either one of you are listening, this is an open invitation uh, from the Wedding Photo Hangover podcast. We'd love to have either one of you, or both of you. Actually, Dustin, surprise, Sam's right here. He's going to walk in. Oh, 
I wish you guys, we don't have a mic for Sam. Uh, so if you're just listening to the podcast, you want to head over to the YouTube so you can see Sam's face as he reacts to everything we say. Because unfortunately, he does not have a mic, so he's not actually going to be able to say anything. So he's just <laughs> sitting here silently. You think anybody will buy into that troll and head over to the YouTube? No. Damn it. Well, it's worth a shot. Worth a shot. I kind of just blew it. I'm going to have to cut that out of the edit. Yep. Thanks for adding more work onto my plate now, too. <laughs> All righty. Um, so, Dustin, as you know, I've been trying to take it easy from social media, as is my New Year's resolution. Yeah. But I saw something on Twitter. Um, a venue I saw on Twitter posted this. Hashtag photographer request. Are you a photographer who has shot a wedding here at our venue? Would you like your images to be potentially used in our marketing? Get in touch. Thanks in advance. This is 11 ABV. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. That's why the surge is there, Dustin. Yeah. I'm going to take you down with the alcohol and bring you right back up with that surge. Ooh. Is it bad? I can already feel this? No, it's normal. <laughs> yeah, if you if you couldn't feel it, it'd mean you're an alcoholic. I mean, you're dead inside. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, sorry, I interrupted. Oops. That's why I only got you one beer instead of two. Yeah, because I have to drive home. Um, In a few hours, because Dustin's responsible and he's going to let that alcohol get out of right, the system first. Right. And brew you some Ooh, coffee, get you some uh, water. Just go see Star Wars. Exactly. Um so yeah, a venue wants someone to essentially do free marketing collateral for them. Um, I've heard of this in the past. I've actually heard several photographers uh, encourage people to do this on their own recognizance um, as a way to get in good with venues. But I've never seen it the reverse where the venue just comes right on out. and That's why I shared this, because I've never seen the reverse where the venue comes right on out. I mean... The, the venue is located in the UK, not here in America, mm. uh, which means it's probably a little different than how things function for us. I did not include the name of the venue because I didn't want people to go and like, if they're upset by this, you know, just totally trash them. Right. Because that's not cool. No trolling. Um, we don't want to bully people on the internet. Right. Bullies are bad. Unless it's Dustin and he's pretending that his baby girl's crying <laughs> so he can get out of a situation, then bully away. Bully it up. <laughs> So, um, yeah, what, what are your thoughts? Have you ever, do you give photos that you shoot of like a venue? Do you allow them to use that in their marketing material? Depends on the marketing material. And I know that it's a slippery slope. Um, and it also depends on the venue. But according to my favorite podcast, The Flophouse, and the specific host, Elliot Kalen, you know what a slippery slope is? No. That's just a slide. <laughs> slides are pretty fun. Slides are pretty fun, especially water slides. <laughs> Um, which is what a slippery slope is, <laughs> but yeah. So, I mean, we give, we try to be gracious. Um, and I try to be sort of like put myself in their shoes. Cause a lot of these like wedding planners and venues they put in where I live a lot of, there normally isn't a wedding planner. So the venue is doing all this work. Um, and if they don't take their own photos, then they have zero thing, nothing to show for their fruits of their labor. Uh, so I try to give them a few photos. If it's a venue that I don't really care about, I'll typically put a watermark on the picture. Um, if it's a venue I really want to do more work with, I'll just like straight up give it to them um, and then just ask them to, you know, 
tag our website or whatever. So it's about who needs it, who wants it more. Do you want it more? Do they want it more? Who's hungry? Tearing into that venue. Mm, making me hungry. <clears throat> I think I've got some Chipotle in the car. Jen and I, um, we, in the past, have allowed vendors to use all the photos from the wedding for their own marketing purposes. We do not watermark or do anything like that. Um, we believe in trying to keep a open and friendly relationship with the vendors that we work with. That has worked out well for us. Uh, we get a lot of referrals from other vendors, um, specifically wedding planners. So I personally would recommend that. However, if if a venue comes onto social media to request photos, I think they're a little bit more hungry there. And uh, you know, if you re- if you really want to get the the photos, like you 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 want to work with them more in the future, maybe reach out to them and be like, hey, I will give you some awesome photos, but I would like for you to maybe recommend me to people. You know? Yeah, but. Yes and no. So you don't have to say you have to recommend me right. to people, but you could say like uh, I would like to be on your preferred vendor list. A lot of right. venues do that mm-hmm. and say like I would love to give you photos um, if you would add me to your preferred vent- vendor list. I feel like that's a pretty fair trade off. Absolutely, but the problem is is you're doing all this work up front and then you have nothing to hold them accountable to say actually follow through on referring you. Well, here's where I'm going to reverse my position on internet bullying and say that if they don't put you on that preferred vendor list, you'd flame them. You drag them straight to hell on Twitter. You burn that venue to the ground. Yeah. Well, metaphorically. You see, don't want to physically burn a venue to the ground. See, I knew a, a photographer, <clears throat> this is kind of a slight tangent off this topic, but I knew a photographer who got really upset. Because uh, in his contract, in his contract, he actually states, you know, he retains copyright to the photos, which every photographer should put that in their contract. You don't have to put that in your contract. That's just true, period. And uh, what he had happened to him is that there was a venue that put in their contract that they also got copyright privileges or like somehow that they would you would give them as the bride and groom copies of the photos so it's a real taylor swift situation yeah and so the bride and groom didn't really think anything of it wasn't didn't really wasn't a big deal to them and they just turned around and gave the photos over to the venue and next thing you know this photographer who really prides himself on branding and marketing and all this stuff um, is seeing his pictures in magazines and their marketing material all over the place. And not once was he consulted or talked to or credited about any of it. See, and that's a really slippery slope in America, at it's least. A slide. Slide. <laughs> that is a slide. Um, that venue is going to get in trouble because they can put in that the bride and groom has to give them the copyright release, but the bride and groom don't actually have that power or authority. So they can have that in their contract all they want. And they're going to get sued straight to hell. They're going to get dragged. That's where it was interesting for the, the vendor, the photographer, because he was, he was in this position where he, like you said, he wanted to just burn this venue to the ground, he, like on social media and whatnot. Burn he, this mother to the he ground. He was so mad, but it, it happened to be one of the biggest, best venues in town. So it's like by doing that, then he's also like alienating himself from shooting at that venue. Uh, by doing that, he's protecting every other photographer in town. They should 
build a statue to this photographer commemorating him and all that he has done for them. Yeah. He went to war and he may have died on the battlefield, <laughs> but he died a hero. Yeah, I'm sure he would think about that as he's trying to pay his mortgage. Uh, you can pay mortgage with hero bucks, right? Hero bucks? Is that yeah. like a Bitcoin? Yeah. Hero I coin? I think so. Dude, speaking of Bitcoin. We want to uh, get Sam Hurt on the show. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about Bitcoin. Speaking of Bitcoin, uh, did, did you hear about Kodak coin? No, I did not. So Kodak yesterday announced that they're going to be releasing their own cryptocurrency, um, which of course like made, gave them a nice little bump in stocks today. But um, they're releasing their own cryptocurrency called Kodak One. And um, essentially what it's going to do is they're going to allow you to copyright and license your images and be paid in this currency thus creating their own form of currency, I guess. Oh, that sounds like something that's not going to work out. Yeah, I, I, I was very intrigued by it. And I, so essentially what it sounds like it's doing is it's harnessing your computer's processing power to handle the um, storage and processing of the... Because that's what every photographer wants is for another company to take processing power away from them while they're editing. Exactly. Yeah. It's a win-win. Yeah. Win, 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 win. So that's very interesting. I would love to hear more about that later. Yeah. I'm kind of waiting. Uh, they're releasing it at the end of January is when it's going to officially come out to the public. Uh, you can sign up now over uh, Kodak1.com, I think. Um, but yeah, once it actually drops, Steve and I have a chance to kind of dive into it so can you just win at kodak one by like just taking a bunch of photos of random crap and then like being like well i uploaded them so i got all of them kodak points is kodak, that how it works? it's like pokemon yeah uh but something that i did think was interesting is they're actually part of the service is they're going to somehow write an algorithm oh crap dustin did you hear that did you hear my son running away from the room and then his footsteps going up the stairs and you know that I cussed like five seconds ago? No. He's going to tattle on me. Dude. That would mean I would have to listen to you during this podcast. Um, anyways, enough about cryptocurrency and Kodak One. Moving That's on. actually the most interesting thing we've ever talked about on the show and you're cutting it off early. But it's probably good. We should learn more. Come back informed. Come at the listeners right. We're, right. we're going to come to you right. Now I know why you're like the way you are on these podcasts after drinking half this beer. I can barely see straight. Next topic. Dustin, uh, we were tagged. The wedding photo hangover was tagged in a photo on Instagram by, um, you know what, I'm not, I'm not going to share the name. Okay. Uh, because I don't know if they'd want it discussed because the... The opinions we share might not be positive about what they did. Um, so a photographer tagged us to a photo, mm -hmm. and this is what the photo said. What is it really like being a wedding photographer, screaming at the top of your lungs, yelling out names, and turning around to realize that no one is listening to you? Hashtag family portraits. Am I right, wedding photogs? Um, which this, is I, where, this is where it gets good. Which is, I, I commented back immediately, 100%, before I realized what I think is the real kicker here. The photographer in question posted a photo 
of I'm assuming her second photographer or maybe the main photographer that she was second in for with like a list in his hands reading off who needs to be in the family portraits. And behind him, there's just a bunch of people in his disarray. And there's a bride there. And this photographer tagged the bride to a complaint (laughs) post on Instagram. Yeah, I love that. Oh, my gosh. I cannot. Oh, man. But who knows? Maybe it was just like the absolute worst family photo experience. And maybe the bride even knew how bad it was. Well, here's the thing. The she bride commented on the photo and apologized. And the photographer just commented back and said, oh, it's not your fault. It's every family. And it's like, you're still complaining about this person's family, though. Like, you cannot. You can post a complaint post, but don't post a picture of your bride and tag them in it. So I think what Steve's trying to get at here, guys, is social media etiquette. And if you have a very public-facing Instagram that's targeted towards your couples and sharing images with them in it for your business, uh, don't tear them apart in a public forum. No, no, no. That's that's no no bueno. No bueno. Oh my gosh, I could not believe it when I when when I saw it. I was like, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, that's just funny. And then when I saw that the bride was tagged, I was like, oh no. So to the photographer out there who did this, I assume you're a listener because why else would you tag us? And I just want to say, it's okay. We all make mistakes. I've made plenty of them. Dustin made a mistake this week that I called him out on on Instagram, but then deleted because I felt like I was being kind of a dick to him. What was that? We can get into that, Dustin, if you want. (laughs) So we all make mistakes. I've made more mistakes than Dustin. It's just I control the Instagram, so I delete those mistakes before Dustin sees them usually. It's okay. You're going to get through this. You're going to get over this. The bride does not seem very upset based on the comments that I saw between you and her. You know, it's all good. It's cool. But don't do this in the future. You made your mistake. Learn from that mistake. You got to go forward. It's okay to complain. If you want to complain, do what Dustin and I did. Start a podcast. Start a podcast. Nobody listens to these things. (laughs) And complain all the time. Complain all the time. All the time. Or... Better yet, do what our next topic is, which is start this new trend. Oh, gosh. That Steve discovered on Instagram (laughs) as the coolest, most hip. Uh, If you really want to just beat the curve on the new thing, you know, filters out, you know, Visco, Mastin, gone. This is what this is what the 2018 kids are doing these days. Steve, can you, can you just walk us through what this, this little gem you discovered is? So if you're, on, if, you're, if you're watching the video, I assume you might be able to see this. It might be a little bit out of focus. Pull it up. Don't spill your surge. Not open yet. The surge will be open in a little bit. There we go. Look, look at that. Um, if you can't get a great view of it, I'll describe it, and we'll probably post it to we need to start like a secret Facebook group so we can post uh, stuff that we think is just real shitty that people are doing um, without like the wider public knowing about it because this would be perfect for something like that. Um, a secret Facebook group. Would you like to join the Instagram Illuminati? <laughs> Dustin and I are starting our own secret Facebook Illuminati. Come and join us. There might be secret code rings. <laughs> Uh, so what this photographer did is he shot a photo of a bride and groom on steps and then the photographer went into Photoshop and shrunk their heads. 
feel like it reminds me. Was there like a Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice. There's the scene where like they go to hell, and in hell, there's the one person in hell with the tiny little head. That's what it is. Which was amazing special effects at the time when that movie came out. Blow just blow away cool to use Apple vernacular words, Mm -hmm. uh, things, sayings, blow away. Um, Seeing this, and uh, oh gosh, the 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 comment that the person wrote is this unique concept of picked from at photographer we won't say who it is uh small doesn't matter who likes it and all i can think is nobody likes this no they got no, like 327 yeah. likes at this point in time I don't, did you pull it up on your actual instagram are you looking at it oh gosh no but i will they got tiny little heads tiny, tiny little heads don't do this do not photoshop your bride and groom so that it looks like they have tiny heads or some other thing um because this is not like a real thing that these people have. Like it would be worse if you photoshopped your bride and groom to have like a, something that is physically different from the average human being. Um, it'd be terrible if you photoshopped your bride or groom to have that, but to photoshop them to look like Beetlejuice characters who are going to hell is it's unconscionable. It's unthinkable. I imagine that this photographer so, is, hey, uh, it's, you want to know how many likes they're oh up gosh, to now? Tell me it's like a thousand, please. Three thousand. Holy crap! Six hundred and seventy-four. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Van Elk quits the show. He knows nothing about what does the right thing in photography at all. Apparently, you can make fun of your bride and groom all you want on the Instagrams and become Insta famous. But I, I don't know that this photog. This is the the page you were referencing is an actual person. Or if it's like someone who's just posting a genre. He's reposting somebody who already posted right, this. Right. So I don't know how I'll pick from. Yeah. Okay. It's a pick from somebody page. else. Somebody else posted that pick originally. Are you clicking through? Oh my gosh. Ladies and gentlemen, follow the white rabbit that is Dustin. All right. The actual Dustin photographer. Rabbit down the hole we're going to wonderland everyone the actual photographer who by the way used hashtag best wedding photo oh my gosh <laughs> on this did get 150 likes yeah and then reposted 3,000 likes yeah. they're viral now oh my gosh uh well here we are talking about it so because we have to talk about it and this this we're cutting edge talking about it too because I haven't heard any other podcasts talking about tiny head photos yet. Um, no <laughs> podcast. The curve. I haven't seen it on any blogs. This is something we picked up on the Instagrams, bringing it to you fresh. Hot, bringing it to you fresh. Hot. If you're on the YouTube, we're bringing it. Is this live? YouTube yeah, live? Facebook live. live? This is live. YouTube, Facebook live. YouTube, Facebook live. You book live. FaceTube live. To the MySpace really screw that up i said facetube live yeah, that's even hit about the right yeah. that's about right doesn't do you want to know what i actually called you out about i assumed you didn't see it because you don't ever check instagram yeah i don't ever check instagram i got very upset with you dustin oh because you never post anything on the company account and that's like a running joke on this podcast is that you don't do anything for the company account <laughs> correct then you posted a photo on your account Dustin yeah. and Corinne. Yeah. And then you got on the company, the, the wedding photo hangover <laughs> account, and you commented on your own photo. 
And I was like, that. I thought I was on my personal account. I was so angry. I was like, that mother. <laughs> He's cashing in on the fact that everybody knows I'm the only one on this. He wants people to think I Exactly. Commented. I thought everyone would think Steve liked my photo. You caught me. Doesn't, here's the thing. I did like your photo. See? I would have commented that. But just got to say something to me, man. You just You got to reach out. Reach across. Across the, uh, the, 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 the divide, the Fort Wayne, Indian, or Fort Wayne, Noblesville, Noblesville, Fort Wayne, Noblesville divide, reach out to me and say, Steve, I posted this photo. I really love it. What do you think? What was the, I'll give you a nice, I'll give you a thumbs up. I would give you an emoji with the shades on the cool one, you know? So for those of you out there who are curious about the photo Steven's referencing, uh, is I had, a picture of my penis that he posted. Yes, yeah, it was a picture. <laughs> oh, close. Gosh. It was close. Oh, I'm so sorry, everyone. Please don't think about that. Ugh. Yuck, yuck, uh, yuck, 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 I did, yuck, a, yuck. I did a styled shoot uh, partnered with a local salon and bridal shop. It was the first opportunity I got post-vacation to try out my new Sony A7R three, Which is what we're doing the video on right now for the YouTuber. And, um, yeah, which, by the way, that camera is awesome. But, yeah, so I wanted to get a photo up on the Instagram, quick-like, fast-like. And, uh, yeah, I meant to comment using my own personal account since I posted it to my business account. And I accidentally commented or liked. I don't even know what I did. Did I comment? I commented. I don't care if you like stuff. I think it's normal for you if you post something on your business account to like it from your personal account to like it from the wedding photo hangover. Like if I, if you and I can't agree that we like your photos together, we shouldn't be doing this podcast together, right? So, um, little Instagram etiquette etiquette for anybody watching, listening, wh- whatever the hell you're doing today. Who are you? It's perfectly cool, in my opinion, if you post something on your uh, business account to like it from your personal account, all your other business accounts. That's totally cool. Because if you don't like your work, why the hell are you doing it? Um, where it's bills. not cool. Get did that money. Where, where it's not cool is when you start commenting on it as like the first person commenting, and you're like, "Nice," because that makes you kind of look like a douchebag. Because you're like, "Ooh, I like my stuff so much, I gotta comment on it." Yeah, now. but nobody who follows Dustin and Cran knows that Dustin underscore McKibben is you. No. <laughs> People are silly like that. <laughs> Who's this Dustin underscore McKibben? He's commented on every Dustin and Corinne photo and said nice. Uh, that was actually the first and only p- picture I've ever commented on. Because unlike Steve's New Year's resolution, Dustin is actually trying to make an effort with social media. Uh, I wouldn't say a good effort, but let's see. Dustin. Dustin and Corinne, sorry guys, you have to forgive me. I'm trying to look something up, but Steve's I'm internet trying to talk over him. Steve's I'm trying to mess internet him up. is so slow. Steve's internet is so slow. Dustin has a phone that he's looking this up on. He could jump onto the LTE yeah, if he I wanted. Already, yeah, getting off. Are you even hooked onto my, I was. my Wi-Fi? Yeah, I oh, am. You know why it's 4, so slow right now? Thousand followers on Instagram. Little little something something for people listening. Uh, this is the first time we've actually recorded in the daytime ever, <laughs> which means my wife and both of my children are here, and they're trying to stay silent for us, though Ian wasn't silent a few minutes ago. And it, when he says Ian, he means, you know, at Ian at Steve's house. Ian at Steve's house wasn't uh, very silent a few minutes ago. 
Um, be Steve's roommate. Yeah, <laughs> Steve, Steve's awesome roommate, the coolest kid in the world. Um, Ian at Steve's house wasn't very silent a few minutes ago, but uh, I'm I'm pretty certain Jen is watching something on Netflix, and because with the kids, and since our internet has to be through Comcast, and Comcast cannot deliver high speeds to our neighborhood for some reason, um, but it's the highest speeds around. It is. Slows our internet down. All so right, enough about internet speed. All right, let's get into enough, 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 enough. Questions, answers, questions, answers. Listener Ryan. No, I just want to point out if you're if you're listening to the podcast, you didn't see how pissed off I was at Dustin when he started doing the questions answers song he made up. At least he didn't say our newest newest segment. This is our newest, almost new segment. Uh, listener Ryan asked in a Facebook group, but didn't write into <laughs> podcast. Dustin, I can't believe you'd use such foul language. Uh, uh, but didn't write into our podcast. Ryan, you know who you are. I cannot believe you had the audacity, which is the program we record this podcast onto, to write in <laughs> to a Facebook group a question without asking us that question. No, we are looking for these these golden nuggets, Ryan. If you had written into the podcast, Ryan, I would have mentioned your name. I would have mentioned your Instagram. I would have mentioned your Facebook. I would have told people to look you up. But instead, Ryan, now everyone's just going to refer to that guy at the office as uh, just another Ryan. Ryan from Facebook. <laughs> Ryan from Facebook. Maybe he works at Facebook. Anyways, uh, he was asking, other than networking, what are some of your favorite marketing strategies? Which is a question we kind of went over last week when we talked about ideal clients. Yeah, Steve um, tattooing things on his body. Yes, uh, Steve tattooing things on his body from previous episodes, uh, bedazzling your company's logo on the back of a jean jacket. <laughs> I like that one. That one's a good one. Yeah, these are all great ideas. Dustin, do you have any other marketing strategies or ideas that you would like to push out there? Um, my favorite thing is to just go through a parking lot at like a Meyer or a Walmart and all the dirt, all the dirty cars, you know, those filthy cars. You just want to put your finger on them because they're so dirty. You just you write just, your you website. website. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Actually. Somebody comes out of Walmart and they're just like, damn, all these cars, it's the middle of winter. They got salt all over them. Um, and they also say, go to <laughs> www.redwoodlane.net. <laughs> I better check that out. Maybe it's a free car wash. This Redwood Lane, it sounds real cool. <laughs> well, I was actually going to take a different approach. I was uh, going to recommend to you, Ryan, that you actually uh, apply to become an Uber driver. <laughs> I find that, you know, that's a great networking opportunity, especially in the off months that you can... Uh, throw your name out there because who's not going to trust their Uber driver to photograph their wedding? Every woman ever. <laughs> yeah, because, uh, yeah, I wouldn't do that, Ryan. That, that'd probably be a bad idea. Every woman ever. Because uh, I can actually relate to that because... Because you're a woman? When, back when, yeah, surprise. Ever. Back when I started uh, my business and when we moved from New York back to Indiana, um, I actually... Just to make some extra money in the winter, I got a job at the local uh, Texas Roadhouse. Tio, got to get them biscuits, rolls, rolls. rolls. Sorry, Ro rolls. you weren't working I'm so, at I'm so Bob sorry. Evans. Is <laughs> you weren't working at Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I'm glad we both eventually made it to Cracker Barrel. Yeah. 
Barrels have crackers. But I, I was always in tune, and maybe this is a male thing, but uh, or maybe it's from the person I previously worked for when I lived in New York. But uh, I would, uh, he taught me to always look at a woman's left hand. And no, it wasn't to see if they were flicking you off, but it was to see if they had a wedding ring on, or rather an engagement ring on. Hey, Dustin. Um, look at my left hand. Whoa, you oh, have a wedding dear. ring on. Because <laughs> you're married, Steve. For people listening, you don't get that joke. I flipped Dustin off with my left you hand. You gotta leave some nuggets yeah. so that they go watch the video, Watch Steve. the video because you want to see this. Steve Maybe just, you want to see that. Oh, that's the right hand. Steve just fisted himself, guys. You should totally go Ugh. watch the video. Uh, you know, uh, if you want to stick around a little longer, Dustin, I have some fistmas still in the fridge. I did not finish all the fistmas. If you want to get a good fisting in, I don't know if I can do much more than a blood axe. I'm feeling pretty drunk personally. But um, um so yeah. But um, anyways, uh, back to my story. Uh, I would kind of slide in like, oh, hey, I see you have a slide beautiful in. engagement ring as slide I'm right sliding them some rolls. Mm, and yeah. uh, they'd be like, oh, yeah, we're definitely not going to hire you as our wedding photographer. So that was the worst marketing advice ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Ryan, uh, here's what you want to do. Get a job at Texas Roadhouse. Mm -hmm. They have good, affordable then steak. <laughs> check to see if that girl's got an engagement ring on. And then slide into her DMs and be like, girl, girl, I was your waiter at Texas Roadhouse. I liked how you, you ordered that steak medium rare. I'm a wedding photographer. I gave you that medium rare steak. When you cut into it, you saw the blood come out on the plate. You know I can take care of you. When I'm not slinging steaks and margaritas and big old beers, I take pictures. <laughs> like everybody did, else. Did you ever score a single client at Texas Roadhouse? No. But... Did you score any clients while you were working at Texas Roadhouse, but not from Texas Roadhouse? Well, yeah, of course. I was still running a successful multi-million dollar wedding photography business on the side. Uh, people who are listening can't see. Dustin is actually dressed like a homeless man right now. <laughs> <laughs> so when he says multi-million dollar, no. <laughs> a humble multi-million <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to take the next one? Next question, Amy from the Facebook groups asks, is there any etiquette for working with slash around videographers? The wedding I shot on Saturday, I was so claustrophobic from them following me around. They hit me multiple times with their equipment while recording. They walked directly in front of me during critical shots several times also. I really struggled with how to work around them. What should I have done? What is the actual code? And that's quotations around code at weddings. See, now, Amy, this is a great question because. Sorry, did I ruin that? Because I said I did the quotations, but people watching the video saw me do the quotations. So that's like another nugget, as you said, Dustin. Yeah, but you just ruined it by saying it. Nugget. <laughs> but they can't see my face when I say nugget. <laughs> They don't, they don't know how into that word I am. Nugget. See, Amy, if you how actually... How long your DSLR record? Is it like 30 minutes, 40 minutes? Because we're way over. There, there's no video at this point. It's done, isn't it? Oh, yeah. There we go. He's pressing the record button. So, people listening, this is why I didn't want to do video, because I knew that would happen. Because <laughs> DSLRs only record like 30 to 35 minutes at a time. We should have set a timer. 
Amy from Facebook groups asks, is there any etiquette for working with slash around videographers? The wedding I shot on Saturday, I was so claustrophobic from them following me around. They hit me multiple times with their equipment while recording. They walked directly in front of me during critical shots several times. Also, I really struggled with how to work around them. What should I have done? What is the actual code at weddings? There is no code. It's like a Liam Neeson film. It's chaos. It's Lord of the Flies, and you are piggy. You are going to die on the rocks. When they throw the boulder down, you will be crushed, and your glasses will be all that anyone sees. I mean, Steve and I have talked about this on an earlier episode, but I think the best thing you can do is if you are concerned about the fact that there is videography happening at the wedding, is to simply pick up the phone like an adult and have a conversation with the videographer and see what their expectations are on the day of, um, what their style is compared to what your style is. Um, So that way you can better work together as a team instead of him having to hit you in the head with his 70 to 200 uh, to get his shot. That's my two Um, cents. Also, Dustin and I have talked about this before, but if you need cliff notes for Lord of the Flies, you can always hit me up, everyone. All right, moving on. Um, No, not moving on. (laughs) Amy from Facebook groups asks, is there any etiquette for working with around videographers? We have discussed working with videographers before. Yes. Dustin. Steven. They hit her multiple times with their equipment while recording. Have you ever hit someone with your equipment while recording a video? I've wanted to hit people. But have you? No. I have not. While doing photos, have you ever hit anyone with your equipment? No. Don't lie to me. Have I hit you? You were on the dance floor. Did I hit you? No. I, not another vendor necessarily, but oh. have you hit someone? Oh, I'm sure I've bumped into people before, but... Mm, got that bump going on? Got that bump and grind going bump, on the bump, dance bump. floor, but that's uh, that's part of getting the vibe, getting the feel, getting the moves. See, I've never, I've never hit a videographer or a photographer when I'm doing video. I've never hit one of them while doing like ceremony stuff. During reception, I have, though. And I've also hit guests on the dance floor during the reception. Most people are pretty cool with it. I just apologize. Just memorize these words. I'm sorry. I know that's pretty tough. Um, just say it with me three, four, five more times. I'm sorry. I am sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You just have to say it super fast because if somebody hits your stuff, just I'm sorry right away. Boom. Instantly diffuses whatever tension there was, whatever was going on. But if it's like five seconds go by and then you're like, I'm sorry. They're like, yeah, but typically the person you're hitting in the, this is not really answering your question, Amy from Facebook, but um, if you're hitting a guest on the dance floor with your camera, typically the guest is more apologetic than you are because they're like, oh, I hit your $6,000 camera. I'm so sorry. And you're like, oh, no big deal. <gasps> Sorry, I was waiting for a pause so I could do that. And I was planning on not giving you one. <laughs> I know, I saw you immediately when I lifted it up to the microphone. My can, you were like, I'm going to keep talking forever and ever and ever. Does somebody have the Constitution of the United States of America that I could read right now? Janelle Please. from Facebook asks, I'm looking to buy an iMac, but I have no idea what upgrades are necessary. For instance, RAM? Is that a truck? I don't know. Comes with eight gigs of standard? What is that? 
but you can upgrade to 16 for 200 bucks. That's like a family session. Look, Worth if you it? are buying a new truck, $200 for mm. an upgrade that's not worth it. That's not going to get you the engine power that you need when you're going mudding in the cornfields around Steve's house in Noblesville. You're going to open up that surge? Mm-hmm. Did you see my Instagram story about the surge? Oh, I did. You did? For real? how expired this crap is. <laughs> I'm probably going to uh, grow listeners, a uh, testicle. I'll, sh- I'll share the story in the after show. I also saved it to my Instagram profile if you want to jump well, over there really and just good. watch it. Yeah, no, it's perfect. Don't worry about it. Um, I've never had Surge. So I'm looking for at buying a new Mac, Ash Janelle, on Facebook groups. No idea what upgrades are slash aren't necessary. For instance, RAM comes with 8 gigabytes as the standard, but you can upgrade to 16 for 200 Is it worth it? This is what I would say, which is what I say to basically anybody who ever asked me for any advice when they buy a new Apple computer. Or a truck. Max out the RAM. Yes and no. You're wrong. Yes and no. Nope, you're wrong. There's no no in that situation. With the newer max com- out the RAM. With the newer computers, yes, max out the RAM. The older computers, it was very, very easy to upgrade. She's not their- asking about an older computer. She's I, asking I about know, a new computer, Dustin. But it just feels- you can't give me 2008 advice. <laughs> hey, everybody, uh, if you're watching the video right now, you see this huge cinema monitor Steve in the still background. uses it. He that's, could sell it. <laughs> that's Steve's monitor for his 2008 Mac Pro. He can Which upgrade is for sale. The, Anybody, any listener wants to buy it. He can upgrade the RAM on his 2008 Mac Pro. He can upgrade the video card, his GPU, which is something that he's done. He's also upgraded the RAM. That's he another thing he's done. He also talks about himself you in know the what? third person. <laughs> but you know what? He's not buying a Mac Pro from 2008 today. If he bought a computer today, he's he buying a new he computer. He did buy it. <laughs> There's a new computer right here. And did you Jen max out the Jen maxed RAM? out the RAM. Oh, that's okay. Jen bought this computer for me as a gift. It was a laptop. Uh, if you remember a few episodes ago, there was an episode titled Steve's Mac Dies at the End because my Mac literally died at the end. I had to take the hard drive out and do like a recovery to get the file back so we had something to post. Um, and you were going somewhere with this. I wasn't going to get a new computer, but Jen bought one for me, and she's smart enough to know that you max out the RAM. So max out the RAM. All right, moving on. No, that's not, that's not all. Um, I actually replied to this person on Facebook <gasps> um, because this was important enough that I felt like it, it needed a reply. The RAM's not the only thing that you should be concerned about. If you're buying a new iMac but you're not buying an iMac Pro. This person wrote this, actually, this is an old question. They wrote it before the iMac Pro came out. Mm. The base iMac, which is the one they were considering getting, comes with a spinning disk hard drive. Dustin, is that a good idea to buy a computer with a spinning disk hard drive? So yeah, I made the mistake uh, with my most recent iMac purchase. I was tricked into that silly, silly thing called a Fusion Drive. Oh my gosh. That was another thing they asked, and I told them 100% don't get a Fusion Drive. Yeah, if I could go back, I would not not get the Fusion Drive, and I would get the solid-state drive only. Because you don't want nuclear components inside the computer you're keeping in your house. That's Correct. what Fusion is, right? Yeah. Yeah. So every now and then I have to put a little solo cup next to my iMac where the disk drive used to be. Just drain just the radiation. Just to drain the radiation fluid. That's not how radiation works. <laughs> You're dying. And then I bottle it up and send it to this company called Surge. <laughs> the company is called Coca-Cola. <laughs> what? Coca-Cola makes this? Yeah. They must have 
And what happened to Mellow Yellow? They still make Mellow Yellow. So they're just so good they brought it back. No, kind of, but no, but kind of. It definitely is more Mountain Dew tasting than uh, Mellow Yellow. They call me Mellow Yellow. See, I thought it was going to be similar to when I was your age. Uh, I used to drink something called Mountain Lightning. From Walmart? Yeah, I think it was like Walmart or Sam's Club brand. Sam's Club and Walmart are the same thing. It's all Sam Walden. Mountain Lightning. The Sam Walden Empire. All Um, right. So here's the thing. Max out your RAM if you can. If you can't, you know, you can't. That's just, that's a fact of life. Sometimes you don't have the money. But if you can, max out that RAM. Here's the other thing. Buy an SSD. That is super important. Um, In the comments that people were leaving on this question on Facebook, uh, the person said that they were also considering upgrading the processor. I would say don't worry about the processor nearly as much as you do about the RAM and the SSD. The SSD will actually make a bigger difference than the RAM, in my opinion, um, just for read-write speeds, especially mm-hmm. if like you're copying files over to your computer. The RAM is going to make a huge difference, though, because every year they release new computers, and as they release new computers, they can put more RAM in those computers, and programs will take advantage of that more RAM. And if you're stuck at 8 gigabytes of RAM, and all the new computers have 32 gigabytes of RAM you're going to be in a, using a computer that's very slow because it can't take advantage of the well, doesn't Lightroom, access Doesn't memory. Lightroom need 64 bits? 64 bits has nothing to do with I RAM. Know, I just wanted to bedazzle you. Dustin just bedazzled my <laughs> right, jean jacket. And we're done with your questions, Janelle. Uh, I think that's enough questions for tonight. I think that is enough questions for tonight. Doesn't actually pretty good. I, I really liked how you went went with the bedazzling right at the end. Uh, I'm proud of you. <laughs> Uh, feel, what, feel like a growing dad congratulating his son. Thanks for listening to another episode of Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast with your host Dustin and Steve. You can find us on Instagram at Wedding Photo Hangover and on Twitter at WedPick Hangover. You can also find us on Facebook at Wedding Photo Hangover and YouTube, on the YouTube. YouTube you can YouTube, find us on the YouTube, YouTube at Wedding Photo Hangover. Wow, we're everywhere. <laughs> If you want to follow Dustin or Steve individually, you can find Dustin on Instagram at DJ Mac Attack. Was that a dog? That bark? was a dog. Uh, you can <laughs> actually perfect. find Dustin at Dustin underscore McKibben. But I'm really waiting for that DJ Mac Attack account to come up because listeners want it bad. Mm. And you can also find Steve at, at Steven Van Alk. Can, can they find him there, though? Thanks for listening, <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Your head is pounding, your limbs feel like dead weight. And your entire being is aching for the sweet embrace of death. That's right, next Sunday after you drink too much Eric Bloodaxe, like Dustin and I just did. Hey, so after show topic that I wanted to talk to you about, completely unrelated to anything other than you and me. So listeners... Did I subconsciously pick my nose throughout the entire episode? No. We have video evidence. We can go back and look. I'm sorry, I thought that's where you were going with the after show No, no, so I was actually, I I can't remember what I was doing. Oh, I know what I was doing. I was putting a hashtag on something, which I I don't do. I don't do that. And so I did it, and I went to put hashtag Dustin and Corinne on something. You see that? I I did the hashtag for the video. Justin Timberlake right there. Actually, let me... Hashtag Dustin and Corinne. Is the video still recording? Because it shut off earlier. If you watch the video, it's going to be the most sloppy, ridiculous thing in the world. See now why I didn't want to do video? It adds this whole layer of complexity to this whole thing. 
We're you know complex what we done? person. You should have come over earlier. We should have taken the Mavic Pro out and had you teach me how to fly a drone and just done a video of that. And then we would have had a separate video for our YouTube channel, separate from all the Well, we can juicy, still do that tonight. Juicy, no, it's dark out. I'm not. Oh, it's no, fine. Nope. No, 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 no. <laughs> you asked for it. <laughs> we want video. It's dark out. That's not going to happen. I've got the uh, Sony A9. It's uh, night vision mode. Uh, anyway, so I was hashtagging a photo, and uh, I was hashtagging Dustin and Corinne. Hashtag Dustin and, and Corinne. And I was, I was typing in hashtag Dustin, and guess what came up? DJ Mac attack? Hashtag <laughs> Dustin and Steve. What? Dustin yeah. and Steve. And so I got all curious. I was like, is there a hashtag Dustin and Steve? Yeah, it's actually for all the slash fic that our listeners have been writing about <laughs> us. And so I, I I so I finished my post and then I went and I clicked Dustin it. Dustin takes and I was his like, hat maybe which this was is... forwards and he flips it backwards. Then Steve takes his hat, which was forwards. Take up this, this opportunity he to flips take a drink. It backwards too. Oh yeah. So anyways, we all orgasm at the same time. So <laughs> I was I was curious that maybe this was a hashtag Steve had started and or maybe some listener had started. And I said it on the podcast and since you don't listen to me, you just didn't know. Exactly. And uh, I clicked it and no, it was all of these fan accounts for I don't know, buddy. Stranger Things. Oh, nice. Dustin is one of the characters. Steve is one of the characters. Oh, yeah, because they have the whole... Okay, yeah. I haven't I seen see it yet. Go. Don't you ruin it for me. I'm still on season one. But I assume they have something together, and then the fans like it, and so there's a lot of fan accounts started, and there's a lot of hashtag Dustin and Steve. It's and you I'm, and me, buddy. And I was thinking maybe we should get in on some of this Dustin and Steve action. I mean, obviously, I'm Steve because I'm Steve, and uh, Steve's older... Better looking, great hair. Uh, don't look at my hair in the video. I'm balding. <laughs> Damn it. Stop looking at the video. And Dustin just rocks a hat from Wildcat really well. And he's kind of annoying and he's smaller. And he's always and got snacks. He's always got snacks. Dustin's actually a great character in that show. Now, dude, they have like a team up thing in the, the <laughs> second season. I'm not ruining anything for you. At some point in time, they're going to team up. Otherwise, there wouldn't be a hashtag. I figured Steve, as much. So. Yeah. I actually, I haven't finished Stranger Things season two yet <laughs> because my kids are always around and I can't watch, you know, scary stuff in front of them. Right. So. Same here. Uh, still, still, still trying to finish it. I'm, I've watched maybe three or four episodes because our flight got canceled. And so I was watching those at the airport. For season one, and that's about as far as it got. So, real quick, one last thing in the after show. I mentioned the whole Surge thing. Surge it up. So, the story behind the Surge is that my mom, every year for Christmas, asked me and my siblings what sort of alcoholic beverage we'd want. Before we were old enough for alcoholic beverages, we had non-alcoholic beverages. Um, this year, uh, they are kind of making fun of my brother-in-law because he said he wanted some wine and uh, I just laid in there with this re real quick joke. Um, also, like a year or two before when the whole thing came up, my older brother never responded. I said he wanted Frambois, which is like a raspberry beer that's very sweet, very sugary. And he was real upset when he got that because he did not want it at all. It sounds delicious. I thought it was funny. <laughs> So my mom like was like, make sure you get your things in quick before somebody else answers for you. So just as a joke, I was like, 
I would like some Surge, this drink that used to exist when I was a kid that I thought had ceased to exist on the face of the earth. So I say that, and then I go to Christmas, and there's a giant box from Amazon there with all my gifts. And I was like, well, that's strange. And it's very heavy, the box. And so I open the box up, and inside there is a case of Surge that my mom bought on Amazon. Apparently, Surge, Coca-Cola, who makes Surge, decided to bring Surge back because everybody loved it so much because it's one of the greatest drinks ever. Um, so the uh, case of Surge, which Dustin and I are drinking right now, right now, um, is actually from 2014. <laughs> it expired in 2014, but it's still good. But if you, the listener, want to get some Surge up in your veins, get get some of that green in you, some of that slime, some of that some of that Slimer, maybe Ghostbuster Slimer. Um, you can get that at like basically any gas station. Jen and I saw it this weekend on our way back from Chicago. When we watched Hamilton. Oh, yeah. How was that? Hamilton was awesome. Straight up awesome. Doesn't, I got a confession to make to you. Only to me? Um, basically, no, I made it on Instagram, too, in my stories. <laughs> uh, I cried for the last 25 minutes of Hamilton. Really? Straight from the time. I, I'm not going to do any spoilers, but there are several duels within Hamilton. And uh during one of the duels, I started crying. It was emotionally charged. It was actually in the song before the duel, I started crying because I knew it was coming because I've listened to the soundtrack before I went to see it. And um started crying, and I just cried throughout the rest of the musical. Something I never thought I would say in my adult life is I spent 25 minutes crying in a theater full of people, but I did, and it was great. You were the only one crying though, right? Oh my gosh, no. The entire theater. There are two very heartfelt songs, both during duels because people die. And there were literally people like sobbing and moaning uh, during the, uh, the, the third duel. There's three duels in the thing. And during the third duel, there are people sobbing and moaning like out loud. It was a very heartfelt, emotional musical. Which when you hear like awesome Founding Fathers rap battles, you don't think... I'm probably going to cry in this musical, but yar. Yar. All right, good night. All <laughs> right. Thanks for visiting us, and good night. Boop, boop, beep, beep. Filthy cars. You just want to put your finger on them because they're so dirty.